0: Welcome to Lighten Radio with your host, Jay-Z Bowne. Are you ready to see what you have in store for yourself? In this program, we'll help you make the incredible transformation into the person who gets to live their fullest potential, plus share life skills, tips, and experiences that Jay-Z has learned as an intuitive. Now, let's get started. Here is Jay-Z Bowne.
1: My name is Jay-Z Bowne, and I am a sensitive person. I'm very proud to say that because i have come to recognize it as a tremendous gift i feel i am experiencing a deeper and richer life because of it being sensitive is a natural and healthy condition as society becomes more conscious of these people who are sometimes called highly sensitive or very sensitive people we can all benefit um, and the word sensitive has been given a um, negative association by the group consciousness, such as perceptions or labels of being overly sensitive too emotional or it being as a sign of weakness. Firstly, before we begin, let's change some of these programs you may have subconsciously brought into by saying yes, if you would like to be separated from any group conscious beliefs and feelings around Senses, sensitivity, sensitive people, being oversensitive, overly emotional, or too emotional. And we send those to the light of the divine and replace those beliefs and feelings with the highest and purest definitions, perspectives, understanding, and truths um, on the senses, sensitivity, sensitive people, emotions, and expressing emotions in the highest and best way. So if you'd like that, say yes out loud or in your head. And let's pull and send to the light the beliefs that being emotional is a sign of weakness and being sensitive is a sign of weakness or being sensitive is a curse because they are very, very common beliefs. And um, we replace those beliefs with expressing my emotion is a sign of strength, feeling is strength, and I'm blessed to be sensitive. So say yes if you would like that. Um, And let's also give you the feelings of what it feels like to feel grateful and appreciate your senses fully in the highest and best way and say yes if you agree. In the uh, early 1990s, Dr. Elaine Aron, a clinical psychologist, identified an innate temperament trait she calls highly sensitive people. Highly sensitive people have four characteristics, according to her. One, depth of processing. Two, overstimulation. Three, strong emotions. And four, empathy and sensitivity to subtleties. She says that 20% of individuals in each animal species are highly sensitive, including humans. This is because it has survival advantages in situations where paying attention is valuable. And one in five people are highly sensitive. So it does not represent a disorder or disadvantage for survival, but it's rather a trait that assists in the survival of the human species. With 80% of people not having this trait, you can see how easily negative group conscious beliefs could be made about the minority group. The more information that is put out there about sensitive people and the more sensitive people claim their inherent gifts, learn how to look after themselves and reject those limiting group conscious beliefs and unsupportive treatment from the 80%, the smoother society will run and the happier everyone will be. Also, there's a need for a more supportive society, obviously. Parents, family, schools, and group-conscious acceptance of these people who are here to guide humanity by bringing awareness and understanding by providing a bigger picture perspective. Highly sensitive people often will take on leadership roles. 70% are introverts. There is an equal number of men and women And most are empathic, meaning they have the ability to sense and feel what others are feeling. I also believe most intuitives are sensitive people, or at least they have a natural and easier time with developing their psychic senses. Most of my clients are highly sensitive, and I believe the reason these people are attracted to me and my approach to health and ascension is because they already understand the importance of working multidimensionally. Sensitive people are more inclined to sense what is happening beyond the physical perception of reality. So they already believe there is more than what the mainstream is currently buying into believing. And belief is a big, huge component to a person's transformation and transcendence. And so they see good results from, from my sessions. Sensitive people are more accustomed to working with their feelings, and so they are able to tap into their intuition very naturally, and with just a little guidance, reveal the answers to themselves. As a medical intuitive, I help people uncover the underlying beliefs, feelings, and programs. And it's not uncommon to hear the comment, I always thought that, but I talked myself out of it, or it seemed too weird. Often I'm just the second opinion, which confirms what they had already figured out. I find the clients who are not as sensitive tend to have a difficult time feeling and identifying their f- deeper feelings and thus transcending them so they are sometimes more fearful to reveal and face and feel their emotions whereas sensitive people are more experienced in dealing with their emotions and so have and also experience with the um the many layers of, of emotions you know like peeling back the layers to to get a bigger picture and they're they're just way more fluid and they let the subtleties guide them I found the less sensitive clients tend to reject these subtleties and sometimes disbelieve in them as truth, even though they can sense them. And sometimes this is caused by limiting program, but for the most part, it's just lack lack of experience in, in working with and using subtleties. In my opinion, sensitive people have an advantage with identifying and resolving and thus healing themselves because they have a deeper understanding through connecting to and feeling themselves, um, but also to the all that is, which is the next step in our evolution as a species to continuously um, or sorry, to consciously and continuously work with the all that is. I believe the sensitive people are a guide because they notice and can point out the subtleties. And once the rest of the population becomes consciously aware and learns how to trust, they will then start to take notice and action on the subtleties also. Um, okay, so say yes, if, if, if you would like um, the following. You'd like To um, have and match the highest understanding, perspective, definition and truth on noticing subtleties and acting on subtleties and in the highest and best way. So say yes, if you agree. And how to notice subtleties, what it feels like to trust and have faith uh, in your ability to read the subtleties. And how it feels to trust the subtle information as truth. And say yes if you agree to that. And would you like to know what and how it feels to discern when it is in your best interest to trust and listen to your subtleties? What and how it feels to trust that you are sensing more than you are conscious of? And know things without knowing how you know them and that that is okay. Okay and to know that you are safe and it's possible and you're worthy and deserving of acting on this information. And say yes if you agree, if you haven't already done so to each of those statements. Um, this whole idea that only some people are intuitive and only some people can sense things is limiting group conscious societal beliefs. I have been to cultures around the world who do not have these particular limiting beliefs. they there are, there are certain groups of people where you know, they sense and feel and are conscious to so much more than what we do in, in the West as a general population. And, and these people, are, they're just completely baffled by our primitive awareness. I traveled the world for seven years straight, and one thing that was really evident in the societies and cultures I visited was how much history influences the current-day beliefs and programs of the people, even things that happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And it reflects in the different diseases even um, amongst uh, different countries. So it's been about 15 years since my schooling f- um, for to get my Doctor of TCM diploma. But back then, there, there hadn't been a reported case of Alzheimer's in China, for example. It was a Western disease. And Fiji hadn't had a case of cancer So a Fijian could leave Fiji and get cancer, but none had actually developed cancer in the country. Um, So these are just a couple of examples. In in the West, we are still faced by the persecution and genocide of the witches, who included highly sensitive people, healers and intuitives. So, you know, we, we don't get off scot-free, the fear, drama, and trauma, it, it, it still hasn't been healed because people are still carrying it in their DNA. They're being influenced by their past life or others' past lives and affected by the group conscious. Um, so sensitive or not, people are carrying in their subconscious fear, feelings, and beliefs about sensing and their intuition because of our, our history. So, you know, some of these cultures that I mentioned earlier who, who don't have that sort of history, they don't, you know, everybody believes in, <laughs> in, in intuition. Everybody believes in spirits. You know, there's, there's, everybody believes that curses happen and that you can control things intuitively. And, you know, we don't have that level of understanding in the group conscious yet. Some people actually believe, you know, psychics, uh, they make stuff up. So you know this limits the experience of life, and um, it's it's just one of many of the limiting programs that humanity has. Um, you know we've got lots of lots of limiting programs that we are responsible for resolving and healing if we want to survive as a species, and uh, we do that by doing the inner work. It's it is, um, you know, it, it's not doing your inner work that holds you back from realizing and living your highest truth eventually everyone will be more connected to themselves and the all that is but i do believe it's going to take you know uh, probably two maybe three hundred years before everybody is completely on board and has this what i would call ideal level of consciousness which is way above where i am at Um, Once people really start to embrace this evolution, we are going to see dramatic, dramatic advancements in the well-being of people's lives. And the whole planet, as people's vibration raises, more people will not only be channeling from higher consciousness firsthand, but we as a collective will be granted more information that is in alignment with this higher vibration. Right now, with the amount of fear on the planet, the human species currently holds as a collective consciousness because they haven't done the inner work. Is not allowing, or rather, it's not in alignment for the species to receive certain information and frequencies which can really benefit us. It's similar to the idea that once a person has developed themselves enough, then they can use a box of matches safely. Sensitive people are often labeled as being oversensitive or too emotional, as children. Um, parents often don't know what to do with these children because they seem to them to be overreacting and there are even some cases where children have been misdiagnosed with autism or Asperger's syndrome, but really they're just highly sensitive people because children are not always understood in in their needs, such as um, being allowed to express and feel their emotions and feelings all the way through. Um, You know, they're not always listened to and supported in their processing, again, all the way through. Negative programming is is installed at an early age. Also, by labels such as you are shy or you are scared or you are too sensitive, 70% of sensitive people are introverted people. Introverts choose to not be in the center of the action, but rather an observer to it. The other reason a highly sensitive person may appear quiet on the outside is because of overstimulation, because there is more going on for them internally. The experience is more intense, and so there's more processing, and also there's a reflection on the information that is going on with highly sensitive people. And this this has been, um, this is actually also a part of Dr. Aaron's work is um, she's just discovered this. I know for myself as an adult, I have had um, occasions in social situations where I've consciously thought, oh no, I can't engage or talk to this person right now because there's just too much going on inside. And to be honest, I just don't want to miss it If I was choose to engage, which I had always done in the past to fit in or be polite, I'd be pulling myself out of the bigger picture and the broader awareness, which is much, much more interesting and fun because I'm picking up a greater understanding of people than I could perhaps by talking to them. Sometimes the sensitive person is overstimulated, and when a person is taking in more information, you can see how they can easily become overstimulated. And so they may appear withdrawn and quiet or shy or scared on the outside. Um, and, and as an adult who's done much in a work, I can see right off these you know, people's labels as a reflection of their limited perspective. But for a child, this labeling is very confusing and potentially damaging. A uh, test done at Stony University shows... That when highly sensitive people pause and are not interacting instantly with what is going on and when coming across as shy or afraid, instead they are engaging systems of the brain associated with integrating with the other person, self-awareness, depth of processing and emotional meaning making so they can respond to their needs appropriately. The amygdala, which is a part of the brain that's stimulated with fear and anxiety, is not activated in sensitive people in these, in these situations, which scientifically proves shyness, fear, and anxiety are imposed labels by the 80%. And uh, not all processing is conscious. When a person is taking in more information, they can get it, they can get overstimulated. So sensitive people have a much lower threshold to stimulation, such as noises, smells, feeling, texture, and so on. I personally use the word noise for anything that is too much. It reminds me of a time in my life when I was experiencing a period of depression after reaching burnout I remember sitting on my bed looking at the wall and the noise of the wall was even too much it was just a a flat painted wall but it held energy imprints and the noise went past the paint I was going through the plaster through the wood and the dirt and I could sense the molecules there was just so much going on and, and I just felt there was nowhere I could go where I could find sanctuary from the noise. Yeah, so being able to perceive and process things deeply can be overwhelming. Uh, I had an experience not too long ago in a group situation where most people said they were jarred from an, an, an event this particular group had experienced. And one guy even said the intensity made it fun for him. But for me, the intensity was beyond jarring. It was traumatizing. And I was the only one who needed to cry about it and spend time healing in it. Healing it. Um, Intense feelings are what the other 80% seem to have difficulty with understanding and dealing with. Uh, Sensitive people tend to cry more because they are more affected and need to decompress and heal from the overstimulation. Because most people are not highly sensitive, they see through a perspective of how challenging it is for a sensitive person to be experiencing life so deeply. And they may conclude a sensitive person doesn't appear to cope with emotional situations well or have the opinion that the behavior or drama or depth of emotion of a sensitive person is unreasonable, unrealistic, or even untrue. However, the truth is that the response is appropriate. Uh, This is an important statement, so I'm going to reword it. The depth of emotion felt and expressed and also the physical, emotional, and mental response to what is being experienced is the appropriate response. Highly sensitive people get, perceive, and process all experiences more deeply, so negative emotions affect the person more and supportive emotions affect the person more so an environment let's say where children didn't get the nurturing responses and their needs taken care of they will have the challenge of having to resolve and transform this limiting programming and trauma as an adult one could say that highly sensitive people have more opportunities to develop limiting beliefs, programs, and feelings. But in my opinion, from what I have seen through my work, if they choose, they also have a greater opportunity to transform and transcend them. And and it's never too late to heal. And uh, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Jay-Z Bowne on Lighten Radio. And I look forward to sharing more information on sensitive uh, people When we come back, and I've also got some downloads to help get you started.
0: The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Be extraordinary, be the change. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay Z Bound. Intuitive Acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbown.com.
2: Sometimes in the busyness of daily living, we can forget who we truly are as spiritual beings with intent and purpose fueling our goals and dreams. Remembering begins with navigating belief structures, family or cultural expectations and history, so we can find our way. Listen in to Timeshare with host Marie Jackson. Marie and her regular contributors discuss life's questions, challenges, obstacles, and rewards, all bringing us to the spirit of who we are. Timeshare with Marie Jackson can be heard live every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave.
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jay-z at jay That's jay-z-b-o-w-n dot Now, back to Lighten Radio.
1: Welcome back. <clears throat> the uh, topic today is sensitive people, and I have some downloads which I would just love to give you. So, if you would like them, you say yes, yes, um, Would you like to have the same highest understanding, perspective, definition and truth on sensitive and or highly sensitive people on the many ways that you as a sensitive or highly sensitive person can improve and enhance your joy, fun, love and appreciation of life and all in the highest and best way? So say yes, if you agree to that. Um, okay that was that was a nice as i witnessed that i heard yippee <laughs> some pretty happy people okay and how other sensitive people and or highly sensitive people can improve your life in the highest and best way and say say yes if you agree to that okay so so that that wasn't accepted it wasn't uh, a confirmation <laughs> witness i saw i saw a, a putting on the brakes so I've come across an obligation actually, and it's on the group conscious layer. And because we're treating the group, I can I can treat treat this. Um, so for for all those who would like to be released from any obligation, and an obligation includes vows, oaths, blessings and curses and so on that are preventing you from experiencing, accepting or allowing how sensitive people can improve your life in the highest and best way, say so yes. Okay. I, so i'm seeing this ties it's like that. there's still a prevention that the, you're not still able to accept this some people are, some people are getting it it feels like perhaps 20% are able to get this but about 80% there's a there's a blockage so um Can we show you from the highest perspective and truth the real reasons why those beliefs and obligations were imposed in the first place and give you the highest truth on you being safe now to release those obligations? And also, let's show you that you won't be hurt by releasing these obligations and ties and say yes if you agree to that. Yeah, and if you would like to release any obligations and ties to preventing you from releasing the original obligation, say yes as well. Oh, nice. Okay, but there still seems to be a belief around fearing God or the wrath of God. What what I'm being shown, it's like this this dark, stormy energy coming down from the sky, a little bit like a, a tornado. Um, but it's it's the feeling, it's the feeling of images, and um, you know when you when you get images, it's the feeling, it's uh, a metaphor. And to me, what that means is there's a, a fears around God or the wrath of God. So, um, would you like to be separated from any group conscious and religious beliefs and fears? So, group conscious beliefs um, include religious beliefs. So clearing you from any group conscious and religious beliefs and fears around highly sensitive people and using your senses as a way to connect to and communicate with god or as a way to prevent you from connecting to and communicating with god and by god i mean creator whatever term you want to give it um, the one or the all that is okay that that was really good I saw a whole bunch of people being shown as golden beings being released from some kind of bondage that looked like a a shroud. So I just want to re witness that original obligation, and um, check that, check that that's that's done. Okay. So what I'm being shown is the Ascended Master Jesus, and it's 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 like a painting, like a religious depiction of him, and there seems. It's like this arch behind him, and it's uh, it's it's um, perhaps the 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 gate to heaven. Um, and I'm also given the words, "I am the way, I'm the light." Okay, so for all those who would like to have the true meaning of this statement as Jesus originally meant it and intended, and. To be separated from any group conscious, which includes the religious beliefs around what he said, around I am the way, I am the light, Um, say yes. Okay, and I'm given the message of freedom and heading straight up to the light. So I'm just going to re-witness that original download that wasn't accepted, which was how sensitive people can improve your life. Okay, so so most people did accept that. Now, Um, so for a group conscious, I've actually it's the first time I've really experienced this. Just just giving, yeah, I just wasn't expecting um, there to be a problem with with this download. Um, So this is a new experience for me doing a group change, but for for this to happen, most people listening and agreeing to these changes had in their subconscious programming beliefs and feelings, which was preventing them from knowing how their life could be improved by sensitive people. Okay, seems ridiculous, right? But you remember, you're working with the subconscious. So um, we all have limiting beliefs and programs, and um, most people listening to this shared a common belief, which religion which originated from a religious belief around I am the way, I'm the light. So it's not uncommon for people to actually have limiting programs that um, originate in religion. Like all things, we absorb good programs and, and bad programs. So we have a lot of really good programs in us that religion and religious practices have taught us. Um, But, you know, religion is no exception to having bad programs, too. So if you're thinking, I'm not religious, so this doesn't apply to me, then please listen to my episode on making the conscious aware of the subconscious. The subconscious makes up, on average, 90% of what we actually believe. So how does someone who is not a Christian, say, have limiting beliefs that stem from the religion? Well, we all have ancestors, and many have had religious beliefs, um, and the main religion of the west is or was christianity and even if you have ancestry from another part of the world and you now are in a group which has a dominant religion it's very possible for you to take on and absorb the collective programming just just by being in in the collective and um also who's to say what programming you've brought in from other lifetimes If you're unfamiliar with Theta Healing, I'm connecting to and channeling from the highest frequency of the all that is. I am the witness. Once a change is witnessed, it is made manifest on the physical because I'm also existing in the physical right now. Okay, so who would like to know what it feels like and how it feels to appreciate, acknowledge, and respect highly sensitive people? Say yes if you agree. And... um, If you think you are highly sensitive yourself, then also say yes to receive what it feels like and how it feels to be valued, appreciated, respected, listened to, understood and supported as a highly sensitive person and what it feels like to live in a society and environment where you are supported and what it feels like to feel worthy and deserving of these things and that it is safe and possible for you now and say yes if you agree. And also, if you're a highly sensitive person, say yes if you would like to know how to and what it feels like to recognize what you need to function optimally as a highly sensitive person. That you and and what it feels like um, and how to speak up and ask for what you need in the highest and best way, and what and how it feels to have your requirements accommodated for. So say yes if you like that. Um, So if you say yes, you're agreeing to accept and receive the changes from that highest, purest frequency of the all that is. If you're listening to this at a later date and you say yes, you still receive the downloads because we're not bound by time or space. Once a person has the energetic vibration of what a feeling feels like, they are then able to consciously create it or attract it to themselves a lot easier. Would you like to have and to match the highest and purest understanding, perspective, definition, and truth on what it feels like and how it feels to live in a society and in social environments and families that are conscious of their highly sensitive members and in the highest and best way and in a way that serves the greater good of all society? Say yes if you'd like that. Sensitive or not, people to say that. uh, Some people are colorblind, especially men, and to the color red. If most of the population was unable to see the color red, then most people would be experiencing less and not knowing what they're missing out on. And actually, some will not even care, having never experienced it. Some will even refuse to accept that others even see it. And this is how I view being sensitive, Some people have the trait and some do not. You were born with it. You chose to have this trait before coming to earth. It serves you in what you intend to accomplish in this lifetime as you wouldn't have it. And so if you don't like it, then overcome the challenge because you chose it. And it serves you in the bigger picture perspective. Many sensitive people see the trait as a curse or disability, especially when experiencing all the negative emotions. But it also comes with blessings. In my opinion, being a sensitive person is simply having more experience. Having strong emotions is a good thing because things you care about deeply, you spend time thinking about And the more you feel, the more you can figure things out. Those who think deeply and feel more are more likely to be leaders, pioneers, and also to be strong. Um, Strength is not in ignoring and not feeling your emotions and feelings. Strength is having the courage to feel. Strength is getting back up after getting knocked down. Highly sensitive people get knocked down the most, making them strong by default, unless it completely breaks them, of course. Um, Highly sensitive people are more aware of others and more aware of the subtleties in environment Sensitive people are often also empathic, meaning they can feel others' emotions. They are more engaged in what others are feeling and thinking, and are usually able to understand and be supportive to others, sensing what other people need before they do even. The ability to see from another viewpoint makes it a lot easier to master the virtues of wisdom, compassion, and unity, And it is virtues that we get to take with us after we die. So I don't know about you, but I'm on a little bit of a mission here to gather gather up and master as many virtues as I possibly can. Because this is developing me as a soul. I get to take these on. I get to take these on to future lifetimes. And it will just do nothing but benefit me. And I say future lifetimes. That's just a figure expression of speech because there there is no future and past we're all actually just existing simultaneously um the the more you can feel the easier it is to predict others actions sensitive people are more inclined to be intuitive and um the benefit of that is limitlessness. <laughs> it's like receiving the sense of sight, hearing, knowing, taste, feeling. And so on and, and limitlessly, actually, depending on how much you open yourself up to sensing. Um, I'm actually going to have next week a um, episode on senses. So I'll go into this a little bit more because they're really, really cool. Um, and we're we're just we it's just crazy how little we're actually using our senses as a general population. Parts of the brain for noticing subtle cues of fire in highly sensitive people they they notice more, and so they're able to combine that information with the rest of the information that they've noticed throughout their lifetime, which has been more than the average person making them actually, able to do many things and one of them is is creativity uh, now everybody is creative obviously but the more you um the more you really feel the subtleties the more in tune with the all that is that you are and actually you're you're just channeling in my opinion in channeling is um i mean it it comes in so many ways it's not just i'm gonna sit here and talk and some other being is gonna talk through me it it comes through you know like art say and being like oh it really feels like me needs more orange yeah or no that needs more blue It, it, it comes in just so many ways the more parts of um pardon me, more parts of the brain are used by highly sensitive people and more parts of the brain are actually used by intuitives. So if you are a highly sensitive person, just know that you're not alone, you know, and you're not abnormal. One in five people are like you. Be bold and tell others that you're sensitive or a highly sensitive person and that you feel more than the average person. And that you need downtime and alone time and you need a supportive environment more than the average person. And part of that support is your, your, your grounding, which which I'll have time to talk on later on in this show. And, and forgive the 80% for any mistreatment and educate them on how to treat you supportively. Discover what you need and then you can state what you need because it is your right and you deserve to have this. And if you have a highly sensitive child, I recommend just, just listen to them fully. You know, get down and support them. And as they feel all their emotions, just let them feel them all the way all the way through. You know, this child is experiencing reality in a different way. And if you're not sensitive yourself, you have no idea. Um, well, I guess you, you have an idea, you know, you could perhaps picture whatever's happening and turn it up however many notches. It it could be 10 notches. It could be 100. Who knows? Depending on the sensitivity of this child. Um, And I'm actually going to have an episode on on children, but just quickly, I'd like to say, excuse me, that um, if a child doesn't get to express their emotions all the way through, that emotion is trapped. It's trapped in the body. It's trapped in their being and it will manifest throughout their life until they actually do the, do the inner work and work on healing the inner child aspect of themselves. It just builds up and then it just plays out throughout their whole life. Um, <clears throat> but we're actually going to be taking a short break now. You are listening to Light and Radio with Jay-Z Baum and when we come back I have an email question on empathy and I'm looking forward to answering that if you um, have a question related to spiritual health and or ascension you can always email me at jz at jzbound.com
0: is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate? with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay-Z Bound. Intuitive Acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's
2: jzbown.com. Sit back. Relax. Breathe. Reconnect to the still small voice within. Take the time to make a weekly visit to the sounds of the heart with host Sandy Goldstone. This unique program will help you cultivate and strengthen your heart's connection and feel love, beauty, and joy. You don't need to fear or suffer. Heed the call. Say yes to living from the heart's truth Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Join the evolving consciousness of humanity.
0: Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jay-z at jay That's jay Now back to Lighten Radio.
1: I have been sent an email from Sandy who says, a question I have and would love to hear your advice are practical tips for dealing with emotional ultrasensitivity. I do many grounding practices such as sage, cleansing, keeping crystals nearby and meditation and so forth. But I often find in my daily grind, especially in busy and public places, I feel like my intuitive antennas pick up so much information and that my nervous system can feel overwhelmed. This results in an aggravated mind and tense body. Do you have any ideas or tools to deal with this? I feel compassion and empathy are a part of my true nature, but it can de- be depleting to be such a super feeler. Thanks so much for your consideration. So self-care is the key to a sensitive person and empaths coping and ideally thriving. It is your right. And in fact, it's your responsibility to yourself to design your surroundings in a way that supports your well-being. To cope and manage the best is to know your limits and to stop before you reach a threshold and avoid your triggers and make the time and space to have alone time and downtime and do these grounding practices that you mentioned. Um, you know, it's, it's challenging f- for everyone, but especially empaths living on Earth with the current level of consciousness and with most people walking around with unresolved and limiting beliefs, feelings and programs. As a medical intuitive, I think I may be particularly aware of this because my job is to deeply feel people's earth junk and help them resolve it. I feel the feelings, beliefs, and programs held in the cells of the body, the DNA, and so on. You know, I don't have to talk to someone to see if they're clean, clear, and high vibration. I can sense from way, way, way away. These people really stand out to me. They stand out because they're rare conscious or not everyone is affected by everyone else's energetic vibration or frequency and for me the number one trigger to overload is other people so the most effective way that I have found to cope with empathy and the strong emotions is to actually dive in fully 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 into sensing rather than resisting it which is how I, I had done previously you know I, I did it buy into that idea that it, it was you know just challenging and perhaps even a curse but um i i feel very differently and i attribute that to fully diving in and facing and opening myself up and and i and i say sometimes i want to feel more i want to feel more um, By feeling more and developing my senses, I'm now able to identify what is my stuff and what is other people's stuff more easily, and I've learned how to not take on other people's stuff so much. Um, For me, I did a month of Theta Healing classes, which taught me how to use my senses in an effective way. And it also gave me the tools to help me identify and change certain programs that were running in my subconscious. And one was taking on and resolving other people's stuff for them, which doesn't help anyone in the long run. I learned how to ground intuitively, balance my chakras, and I've transcended taking on the responsibilities of others, or at least the degree that I was before. And, you know because I'm more intuitive and I sense um, the unsupportive vibrations before I even expose myself to them now. So before I would walk right into them, now I'm more sensitive so I can detect them from a further distance. So, you know, I give you an example at a party, I can often tell immediately who is going to be too intense to even stand near. So, I'd avoid being near them throughout the party and never even have to speak to them or interact with them. Whereas before, I would just end up, you know, randomly, not, not, not being in control. Developing my senses further and taking the classes was a real game changer for me to playing a more active and constructive role in what I am experiencing Um, So, you know, yeah, I recommend taking an intuitive or psychic development class that teaches you how to use your abilities more constructively and develop all of your intuitive senses. If it resonates with you, I teach Theta Healing in Vancouver and I travel to teach groups as well. So um, you can also go to the Theta Healing website, thetahealing.com, and look for a teacher near you. I recommend finding a teacher who ideally has experience as a practitioner and, um, preferably, does this as a living, um, and has training beyond the advanced DNA level. And um, also choose one that resonates with you. Obviously, uh, I've I personally find them a lot of fun because I'm suddenly in a room full of people who are like me they're like all super super sensitive and and uh, empathic and just completely lovely lovely caring people and it has also connected me and I've given um, made really great friendships because before where where on earth do I find these people you know (laughs) so Um, But, Sandy, anyway, going back to your your, uh, message, you mentioned meditation, and this can be a key and an effective way to calm and recalibrate yourself from a traditional Chinese medicine perspective, which, as a licensed acupuncturist, I have a background in, when you get overwhelmed, the energy, namely the liver qi, stagnates, which means the energy in the body is not moving smoothly or fluidly. And for those who don't know what chi is, it could be translated to life force energy. The best way to move chi and resolve the myriad of symptoms related to liver chi stagnation such as feelings of overwhelm, emotional imbalance, stress, anxiety, depression, frustration, pain. Aside from acupuncture, the self-care advice I give to all my clients with this condition to go home and treat themselves with is number one meditation. And then yoga, because these two things really soothe that energy and really help you out a lot. I have been, um, you know, I've seen energetic organ imbalances in people where their symptoms I would expect to be a lot more severe however all these report all these people report the same thing they do yoga or meditation so the proof's in the pudding for me is like yeah I'm convinced <laughs> you know the the imbalance itself actually isn't being treated because I all the, oh, there's um you know from the Chinese medicine perspective I, I can see this this imbalance is still here but they're treating the symptoms And which is keeping the symptoms under control. Uh, After meditation and yoga, I suggest Tai Chi, Qigong and excessive regular, which means um, a lot of exercise can also help the energy, move the energy. Acupuncture is the best chi mover, and I'm currently developing a class called Intuitive Acupuncture, which will teach people how to stimulate points without the use of needles, but with their intuition and intuitive senses. I use Intuitive Acupuncture to stimulate the acupuncture points for all my distance clients, and even though I use physical needles in my in-person practice, I also I'm um, using intuitive acupuncture because it's part of witnessing these these points and checking for um, any blockages. So in in sessions my personal focus is using spiritual acupuncture or esoteric acupuncture to install and or activate new information encoding sacred sacred geometry and more which I'm channeled in the session to assist in people's spiritual development one way I work with helping to resolve the earth junk is through witnessing the sequences of earth of the um, acupuncture points and if a point or sequence or information is blocked I look to identify and resolve that with theta healing theta healing and other skills health and ascension go hand in hand to me they they're inseparable you it's it, I picture it like a hot air balloon you know you've got to clear that earth junk which is the sand, sandbag say and then the higher you can ascend, Anyway, um, getting back to Sandy's question, you mentioned grounding. Grounding is connecting to the earth. Um, The earth energetically, for those who don't know, sensitive people and empaths are likely candidates for wanting to leave this earth in search for higher vibration. But what this does is pull the person's energy systems up and out of alignment. And so they're actually hanging out in the astral plane, which feels great. And I can tell you, I've spent many years really enjoying being up there in the astral plane. But um, it's by grounding that you really come into your power and find the support that you are craving. And you also mentioned crystals, which can be used for grounding and protection, sage cleansing, which helps cleanse you of the negative <clears throat> and/or unsupportive energies and epsom salts baths is great as well for exactly exactly the same reasons it clears and cleanses away the negative or unsupportive energies and it can also be useful for people who share accommodation to lock yourself away in the bathroom and get your alone time Um, and you can even turn off the lights to um, reduce the stimulation further Um, writing or drawing about your feelings can help you make sense of your feelings and emotions and give you a bigger picture on what is actually going on. And uh, you start by getting a pen and paper and see what happens. No premeditation. I find other coping tools that work are um, if you plan ahead. For example, I'll I'll wear noise-canceling earphones on the SkyTrain to reduce the jarring screechy noises and other loud noises, and it also reduces how much other people will interact with me because they assume I can't hear them and thus saving me from more to process. In fact, most of the time I'm not even playing any music. Um, And for me, other tools include being self-employed, limited social interaction. I live alone and on an island and in the country, so I can go for a walk without seeing and being polluted by another person's energy and their unresolved earth junk. When I see my in-person clients, I'm then fully ready and able to give them my best. I work in a quiet environment, which is calm, warm, and has dim lighting. And I have friends who are clearer, cleaner, and more high vibration and more spiritually aware and intuitive than the average person. And this is because they've done their inner work and continue to work on their earth junk. So, you know, I'm not all out of sorts and need to go into recovery after I hang out with these friends. It took me years to manifest this kind of support set up. And I still have more to work on and changes that need to take place for full support. But, uh, you know, making... Daily practice of some of these things will help reduce the chances of um, overwhelm and overstimulation. As a species, we're evolving our realities to higher frequencies. The higher we go, the easier it will become for sensitive people. (laughs) And I believe sensitive people are actually the ones to lead the way for the continued survival for the human species through connecting deeply to themselves and to the all that is. So... um, I am a health and ascension facilitator. I provide services and classes for spiritual development. In sessions, I facilitate clients' transformation and transcendence into a reality and consciousness that is most in alignment with their divine truth, as efficiently as I know and as fast as they're capable of. And I do this in two ways. One is clearing the earth junk, which involves identifying and resolving the limiting beliefs, feelings, and programs and any blockages which are responsible for holding people back and two is installing and activating and awakening energetic frequencies and information and sacred geometry, channeling from the divine, as well as through windows or portals to the soul, such as acupuncture points, with the intention of propelling my clients forward spiritually, helping through them to access and connect to more of the magic of themselves and the all that is. I offer distance sessions as well as in-person sessions, and you can get more information on my services at jzbound.com. Next week I will continue along this theme by discussing our many, many senses beyond the physical and and uh, remember, it is you who decides how bright to shine your light by taking responsibility for your intentions and your actions. I hope you've taken away a greater awareness of the needs of sensitive people today. And if you're a sensitive person yourself, I hope you feel inspired to embrace your senses and guide others by pointing out what you notice on your journey of life. Thank you for connecting with me on light and Radio and see you next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Lighten Radio. Please join your host, Jay-Z Bound for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Become your best you this week.